Hello, um, good afternoon. It's afternoon where I am, and um, this is Noma, and this is Transition Podcast. And I know it has been a while. Welcome to the month of February. How was January for you? Um, I think January went by pretty fast, <laughs> and I can't even believe already, like, well into the month of February already. 2023 just seems to be strolling brisk walking actually like brisk walking by um but yeah it's it's nice to be here with you again i've actually been thinking about you and thinking about this space and um i want to say thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode of the year applause applause <laughs> you have done well like we say in nigeria you have tried um yeah thank you so much and if you haven't listened yeah you should listen um yeah uh, it, i think it's a good episode to listen to and to start the year off with so thank you for those who've listened and um those who haven't listened do listen all right okay so um today i want to talk about fear and so i've titled this episode where has fear kept you and um yeah so let's get into it let's chat people okay so before i get into the topic today or conversation i'm saying topic like it's a lecture before i get into the conversation today about fear um in the last episode which was the first one for the year lost at sea i had shared a scripture um, on that episode, if you've listened, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't listened, you can still be blessed. Okay. So the scripture, I couldn't remember the exact, um, chapter in the Bible. I knew it was in the book of Joel, but I didn't remember. So it's Joel chapter three, verse five. Um, if you're interested, you could just check it out. At that point, God is talking to the, to the Israelites and saying to them how they had stripped him of, his silver and his gold and taking it to their pagan temples. And in the context of how that um, word had ministered to me in that low moment was that I had also been saying to God that, God, you don't understand what this feels like. I had felt stripped due to that incident that had happened that um, year. And so, you know, the word was just, I believe God saying to me, I, I fully understand what this feels like. And of course, because I understand what this feels like, I can work with you and I can comfort you and all of that. So yeah, so Joel 3, 5, um, if you're interested, that's actually the scripture and you could, you know, read it if you want. Okay, so to talk about fear, I feel like for me, fear has always been a very big part of my life, like for the longest time. Um, for the longest time, I was afraid of the dark for the longest time, even well into like my early twenties, afraid of sleeping in a dark room. If I had to sleep in a dark room, I would have to like leave something open. So the door, I wouldn't call, and I've shared it in some, I think an episode a year ago, ago or two years ago, you know, I have to leave the door open a bit. I would have to like, um, you know, just get light into the room in some way. Um, and then I came across a scripture again, which I've also shared an episode or so ago, um, the scripture that just took away the fear of the darkness. Um, I also used to be afraid of sleeping alone um, as well. You know, um, I always needed, <laughs> seemed to need to have somebody 
um, in the room with me or at least not too far from me. Um, and you know, the, the older one gets, you know, you deal with fear in so many variations. So there's the fear of rejection, right? Um, I remember a particular incident when I was in primary school, <laughs> I think I was in like primary three or primary four. And at that point, I think primary four, you're like eight or nine years old. And there were this group of girls that I'm not proud of this moment. Right. So there was this group of girls like were really cool. And were really nice. Like they were the cool girls. If you watch the movie Mean Girls, you know, that was them. Um, and I can't remember what happened that I felt so privileged to be included in their group. And I realized that the reason why they had included me in, in their group was that at that time we had a family friend who was attending the same primary school we thought, but he was in a much older class. I think he was in primary five or six. Um, and one of the girls in this group had such a huge crush on him. And, um, so basically she was like becoming my friend to sort of like, you know, get close. I mean, children, eh? I'm like, we were eight, nine, no, all these things I'm telling you about too. <laughs> so, so she was like, try to be my friend so that she could also get close to this, our family friend of ours. Cause we were really close with him in school. He would, you know, we all used to go home together. So I guess they had noticed that. So me and my need to, um, and she, you know, obviously I hadn't talked to this, this, our family friend to say, let's say family friend is Alex. So I hadn't talked to Alex about, um, Anna's, I'm just picking names now, Anna's crush on him or anything. And I kept telling Anna that I will, I will, I will. And, uh, so the, I realized that my position in that group was at stake and I became afraid because I didn't want to lose you know, the status of, you know, Norma is rolling with the, with the big girls of primary school. So I did something I'm not proud of. <laughs> um, and when I think of it, I actually cringe sometimes. So I decided that I was going to make up a letter that had come from, um, our family friend, Alex. So there I was, I got home from, you know, school that day, and I went to a corner in my mom's room, got one of her office letterhead papers. You know, I think I even removed maybe the letterhead paper thing. And then I wrote a letter saying, oh, you know, oh, thank you for liking me. But, you know, I don't think I like you in that way. You know, it's just something because I just wanted to be like, OK, let her see the evidence that I did try. Um, and that's what fear will do. You know, fear will keep you in places and fear will make you do things um because you don't want to lose you know you don't want to lose that position you don't want to lose that feeling um and you don't want to lose sometimes even that person like in this case i didn't want to lose this group of friends and the status that i had because of them um and so i got thinking about this question about where has fear kept you um, on a particular Sunday, not too long, I was just lost in one thought after the other, after the other. And, um, also thinking about what I wanted to come here and talk to you about. You see, I've been thinking about you all this while. Don't think my absence meant I forgot about you. Um, and this was what came to my heart because it's a question I had to ask myself, not just in reviewing incidents in my life in the past, but even presently. Um, and when I was thinking about this conversation, it made me remember my mom last year, um, early last year, 
uh, my mom handed me a box, um, a cardboard, you know, list gift boxes. And it was like blue, but it did look like it had, you know, it didn't look brand new. It looked like, you know, something that had been stored away for a very long time. And she was like, I've been keeping this for you. And I've, you know, she was looking for something else and she found the box and she's like, you can have it finally, you know? So I was excited. I was like, Ooh, what's in here? So I went and I settled down and I opened the box and I saw like this beautiful chunk of like, um, beaded trinkets in the box, like three of them different, you know, colorful, you know, trinkets, like a set. And also in that box were two pictures. One picture was of myself and my brothers at my sister's white wedding many years ago. And the other picture was of my 19th birthday, just me and my mom. Um, and when I saw the one about my, of me and my mom on my 19th birthday, I really, I got not emotional, I won't say, but you know, I, I, that one in particular, I mean, the other one with my brothers made me smile. Cause I was just like, look how different we all look you know, now compared to then. But the one about me and my mom on my 19th birthday, like really touched my heart because I really love that picture. And I love that picture so much after we got the picture, you know, cause I did a party in my house that day. Um, and I had some friends come over and it was just a very happy day. I don't, I can't remember because even when you look at that, I can't remember why is what I was going to say. But then I was like, of course it was your birthday, you're a birthday person. But when, if you, if I could share that picture with you, um, the smile on my mom's face and on my face, like we were sitting on it, on the sofa and hugging each other, you know, on our shoulders and just grinning. I don't even know who was the cameraman behind that, you know, picture, and I could feel the joy even many years later looking at that picture again. And I remember that when that picture, when we got that particular picture, I actually went out <laughs> all those years ago and went to a shop and bought a frame. That was how much I loved the picture. And I framed that picture. But, you know, life happening, people moving houses and, you know, years going by um, and things happening the picture, something happened and I couldn't find it. And I remember from time to time, I would think about it. And at a particular point, I would try to look for it. And after a while, I just gave up. But seeing it, I was so happy. And then when I was thinking about this conversation, about where the question and the conversation about where has fear kept you, um, I just thought about how my mom had kept, you know, that box of pictures and trinkets and jewelry and she had kept it so well. <laughs> um, she probably had forgotten about it until she was looking for something else and stumbled on it. And I feel like that's just a perfect example of, of how fear sometimes operates in my life. And I'm guessing even in yours as well, is that we, we do not move or we do not, we do not move or we do not say the things we're supposed to say because fear keeps us shot, whether it's the fear of rejection, whether it's the fear of missing out, you know, whether it's the fear of losing, um, you know, even in films, you can see like people who, all these scenarios where like the, the, the bullies of the school are picking on a particular person and the other person is seeing that happening and just the fear of them not wanting to be the ones that are turned, you know, and the whole aggression is now like turned on them. Fear makes them think, okay, I'll just be quiet and pretend like I'm not seeing what is happening. And I pretend like I don't know what is happening. I remember even now listening to a sermon from T.D. Jakes. I had had a conversation with someone one day and um, the conversation had hurt me in a way. And I remember just feeling really bad about that conversation. 
And then I stumbled upon a, a, a sermon of T.D. Jakes where he called faithful wounds. And um, one of, he said a lot of things in that sermon. But one of the things that connects to this is that he was saying even in true friendships, you know, you would speak the truth regardless of what the risk would be. You know, you would, you know, in terms of, you know, you will call the person out because you love them. And so you will call them out. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm afraid that if I tell this person the truth about what they're doing, I'm going to lose their friendship and I'm going to lose their respect and I'm going to lose their, you know, their money or whatever it is. And um, I feel like, not I feel, I do think that if we are in any kind of relationship or partnership where fear is the dominant factor, um, then I, I, I boldly say that that relationship or that partnership is not healthy and one needs to actually review it. Um, Valentine's Day is around the corner and, you know, a lot of people, I've met people, I've known people who have, for the sake of being in a relationship and not missing out on what this season, the potentials of the season and of the day, they continue on in a relationship that is not serving them, that is not healthy, that is not good for them. And um, it's, it's important that we actually ask ourselves this question, not just even in relationships, but even with our careers. Um, where has fear kept you? Even with our with our finances, the kind of, you know, investments we make and the kind of the way we go after things, you know, to build our financial capital, where has fear kept you? How, how is you, how is your perspective and my perspective being controlled in how much is our perspective of our lives and the possibilities being controlled by fear? What decision have we made? Are we making based on fear, based on fear that, this is all there is based on fear that, that I don't deserve anything better than this based on the fear that, Oh, if I, if I step out of this, I may not have anything else or I'm not good enough. I can't accomplish it. I can't start that business. I can't, you know, um, you know, I will lose that, that funding, you know, for my business. If I actually tell this person that what they are doing is wrong in this other thing. So there are just so many things. And I feel like fear Fear is one thing that we all deal with as human beings. And so this, <laughs> this episode is just to ask you that question for you to sit back and just ask yourself in what way, where has fear kept me? Where has fear kept me in how I think about my life and in the plans that I'm even making for my life? And I hope that is a conversation that we will continue to have off and on with ourselves and with the people in our close circles that we trust and that we step out of that, of the shadow of fear. The fear is a real thing. And I remember a while back just thinking about the fact that in the scripture, Jesus will often say, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid I'm with you. Do not be afraid. You know, the angels say, I bring you good news. Because fear is a real thing. Fear is not fear. Having fear doesn't make you weak or make me weak. Um, but it's important that we don't let fear control the driver's seat of our lives. So where has fear kept you? And how can you start to step out of that shadow and just believe in the possibilities 
the good and great possibilities that are available to you. So that's it for me today. Thank you for listening and have a great Valentine's Day. I love you. (laughs) And we'll do this again soon. Bye-bye.